Have you ever made a New Year's resolution? Have you ever not kept that resolution? <laughs> now here's the thing. If you make a resolution, it's one thing. But if you make your resolution public, it gets harder to not keep it. The more people you tell, for instance, I'm going to lose 30 pounds by Easter, the more appealing that piece of celery looks compared to that piece of chocolate. <laughs> You are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross, the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Will you join me for a word of prayer? Gracious Heavenly God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we come before you in trembling and awe. It's said that one of the differences between modern people and ancient people was that ancient people saw the world as a mystery into which they entered and embraced and explored and that modern people see the world as a puzzle to be solved. As we approach one of the great mysteries of our faith, the mystery of your Son, Jesus, being baptized in the River Jordan, grant us humility of heart, openness of spirit, that we might come to know a little and love even more. And these things we ask through him who is our Savior, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, the baptism of Jesus is an incredibly significant thing in salvation history. So significant that for hundreds of years it was far more important to Christians and it was celebrated far more than Christmas, if you can believe that. Because in this incredible moment in salvation history, God is doing something unexpected in the person of Jesus submitting himself to the ritual of baptism. Now you've got to think back to what's actually going on here. People are coming out into the wilderness to hear John the Baptist is preaching and they're taking a significant public step by getting baptized. They're saying, because this is a baptism for repentance, they're saying, I reject all the things I have been doing. And I commit myself to doing something different on the way forward. Now they're taking a lot of risks. They're taking a lot of... Um, they've got a lot of skin in the game at this point, I'll say, because they've come out to the wilderness. Now, apart from your occasional prophet, the only thing you found in the wilderness in the ancient world was danger. Because to go out to the wilderness meant you were moving beyond the safe boundaries of the city. The place where the guards and the rule of order and law was kept. You were moving into the wilderness, and the only thing you could expect to encounter in the wilderness were two things criminals and wild animals that wanted to hurt you. 
So to hear John's preaching and to take this step of faith, they were taking significant risks and making a big public witness of it. And they were doing this in front of their neighbors, their friends, and their family. Stepping down into the waters of the Jordan to be baptized for repentance of their sins. Now, have you ever, have you ever made a New Year's resolution? Have you ever not kept that resolution? <laughs> now here's the thing. If you make a resolution, it's one thing. But if you make your resolution public, it gets harder to not keep it. The more people you tell, for instance, I'm going to lose 30 pounds by Easter. You tell your friends, you tell your family, you tell your co-workers. The more people you tell about that, the more appealing that piece of celery looks compared to that piece of chocolate. <laughs> because as they see you munching on the chocolate instead of the celery, they're didn't you say you were going to... So they were taking a significant step in being baptized by John in such a public way. And as they're doing this, here comes John's cousin and younger cousin, Jesus. And he approaches John in the water after John's rather robust preaching, which we got to hear in Advent. And John falls on his knees in front of Jesus and says, you need to be the one baptizing me. Why would you come to me? And Jesus says this phrase which has perplexed the church for centuries, let it be so to fulfill all righteousness. Now what did he mean by that? Well, the church has hazarded a few guesses throughout time. But here at least, what I'm going to focus on this morning is the incredible humility of Christ in submitting himself to baptism. Here is one who needed no repentance for he had no sin. And yet, he enters into the waters and in doing so, rather than the waters making him holy, he makes the waters holy. And he sets the tone for each of us. He shows us what he is here to do. As I talked about in my Christmas Eve sermon, the incarnation is really about God abandoning all of the power and privilege that it means to be God and embracing all of the frailty and weakness it means to be human. And this humility he demonstrates again as he enters the waters of the Jordan not for the forgiveness of sins, but in an embrace of His mission for which the Father sent Him. Because in the end, as, as that mission draws to its conclusion at the cross, He who knew no sin became sin for our sake. That's the humility of God in Jesus Christ. And so that at least tells us something about God. His humility, His willingness to stoop to conquer, and His great love for us. Now, there's something else, though, that is revealed to us in Jesus' baptism, and that was part of our opening dialogue. The words of that dialogue were drawn from one of the oldest hymns in Christian usage. It's called the Theophany Troparion. Now, the word epiphany means how the light is revealed. The word theophany obviously means how God is revealed. And as Jesus is baptized and he rises up from the water, we see for the first time in Scripture 
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit together in one word portrait. As the sun rises from the water, the Spirit descends in the person of a dove, or in the form of a dove, and the Father's voice comes from heaven, this is my beloved Son with whom I am well pleased. It's like in the Old Testament, God began a sentence. He said, I am. And then he completed it in the New Testament and said, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There's one great question which overhangs all of human life. Is there a God? And if so, who is he? In the baptism of Christ, that great question is answered for us. And it has huge implications for our life. And I was reminded of this by one of my favorite public personalities. This may surprise you about your pastor, but one of the, my favorite people I like to listen into his broadcast is a gay secular Jew. Um, great guy, a guy named Dave Rubin. Um, he's a tremendous interviewer. This is what I love about his show, is that he is really good at not projecting his agenda onto an interview, but in the way he asks questions, getting whoever he's talking to to come out of their shell and show who they really are. He's good at helping them show themselves to the world. And um, in a recent broadcast, the shoe was on the other foot. He had to sit in the interviewee chair while someone else interviewed him. And in fact, it was him and a guy named John Lennox, one of my favorite Christian speakers. He's a retired professor of mathematics and science. Um, he's a scientist from Oxford, and now he speaks primarily to, to scientists about Christian faith. Um, but the two of them were being interviewed by another guy. And uh, Boy, Dave Rubin was just on the hot seat a lot because what he started by sharing was that he has been spending the last 10 years of his life interviewing some of the top atheists in the world, most prominent atheists, and some of the top Christian apologists and speakers about God in general. And he has recently come out of the closet in a whole new way, which is to say he now believes in God. But this has been a huge change for him. He's still searching out who this God is. And as he was kind of pushed by the, uh, by the interviewer and by this crowd, it was, he was doing this in front of a Christian group, so it was quite interesting. And uh, they kept pushing him on the Jesus question. He says, well, I like Jesus a lot. Don't get me wrong, I'm still struggling here, but you know, I, this is the first year I've gone to Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah services in here, so you know, I'm, I'm on a journey, and this journey will continue for a while. And they pushed him so hard, he finally said, uh, he said, is this like Maury Povich, where he's going to come out from backstage? <laughs> because if he does, I'm going to get baptized tomorrow. <laughs> now that was a huge thing for him to say in a very public forum given his history and identity. And what it reminded me of is that at the baptism of Jesus, that is exactly what happens. God comes out from backstage and reveals himself to us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So the greatest mystery of life, is there a God, and if so, who is he, is answered for us. When we see Christ, we see God. And through him, the fullness of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now last week, Deacon Michael challenged us in his sermon as we enter the year 2020 to see truly with 2020 vision, to see who the Lord is, to speak truthfully who the Lord is, and to surrender ourselves to that Lord. 
that we might be vessels for His purposes. As we see Jesus rising from the waters of the baptism and hear the words of the Father that this is His beloved Son and know that the Spirit descends on Him in the form of a dove, let us pray that we can surrender our lives ever more fully to this God and His purposes, trusting because of His humility and His deep love for us and that His purposes for our lives are better than our purposes for our lives. And as we do that, we will be able to speak ever more clearly and truthfully about this God to whom He's given Himself, to the world to whom He's given Himself, for they need to know and we can fulfill our mission in our little corner of the world better. Will you join me for a word of prayer? Blessed Heavenly Father, we give thanks and praise to you for this incredible mystery of our faith. Your Son being baptized in the Jordan, revealing truly you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. As that fundamental question is answered for us, Lord, of who you are, help us, Lord, to be embraced by its mystery. Help us to surrender our lives more fully to you today than we did yesterday and tomorrow than we do today. Make us vessels for your purpose, Lord. Fill us with your spirit and help us to live lives of faithfulness and truth that the light which you have shown into our lives may shine forth into the world, drawing all people to you. And this we ask in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me, save that thou art. Be thou my best thought in the day and the night Waking or sleeping, thy presence my life